0: everybody, welcome to Lore's World. Catherine Royer, interior designer, Mm -hmm. friend, new friend. Hello. Hello, I'm so happy to have you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I have had a couple months where I've been slacking on this, and so we're coming back, we're coming in hot for the holidays. Mm -hmm. I love that I'm your holiday guest. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody says holiday more than Mariah Carey and Catherine Royer.
1: That's been said before.
0: I love that. <laughs> I'm sure it has. Two divas. Let's set the scene, shall we? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're in the studio. The children have been prompted to call this Mother's Studio. I like that.
1: <laughs> mother's Studio. Don't come into Mother's Studio. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have some holiday decor around us, sprinkled, if you will. And some Halloween decor outside. So. Some a hand a skeleton hand and now let me talk about that i tried to pry it out of the ground i broke a finger off because it was solid and so it will stay until the ground yeah the ground we'll get allows into the easter decor <laughs> we'll just keep going that's right i'll put some eggs in that in that sad little hand. yeah that gnarled little hand Okay. So really the whole premise of me doing this is first of all, just for fun. I love to chat and I love to really hear about people's creative journeys and mm-hmm. yours is very interesting. I feel Thank like you. you've shared so much interesting insight into your trajectory. And so let's go back to mm-hmm. the beginning. What is the backstory? Tell us all about you.
1: Like when I was five or do we want to start later Yeah, like
0: where are you from? Where did you grow up? Just the whole, what were you surrounded by design inspirations as a child? Like, let's get really, let's dive deep.
1: Yeah, let's get nitty gritty. Okay, so I grew up in Calgary and my whole life, my mom has been working with interior designers and building homes. And I've always being on the site and in there, like I, my brother and I were playing in the dumpsters while she was at site meetings and I'm sure that was super safe, but not that she's a bad mother, but she did what <laughs> she had to do with us. And that was really fun because I got to see ground up building and like she got to make all these amazing selections and we got to see it at the end. And I was like, that's so cool. And I've always been pretty creative and love to like color and do art And so when I was getting older, I went to art school, but I was really into fashion. And not that you could tell most days because I wear the same sweatpants, but um, she's so stylish. <laughs> you are. I'm
0: always Keek. taken aback by how you style yourself oh, in a really interesting way.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I look like an art teacher and sometimes <laughs> a big smock. Yeah. A moon I'm just moon. flowing through the world. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I went to fashion school and throughout my whole life, people would be like, you should do interior design. And I was like, don't tell me what to do. I'm on my journey. And then after fashion school, I was like, I'm going to move back to Calgary, which is obviously not the fashion mecca of the world. And I worked for a shopping center here and I was like, I need to go back to school and I need to go to interior design school because that's what I want to do. And everyone was like, we told you. Mm. And I was like, no, I came up with this idea. So that's (laughs) when I went back to interior design school and I was like, I'm going to do this better than everybody. And so once I got through school, I was like, this is really hard. And starting a business on your own is really hard. So I've had children and then tried to do it again. And here I am. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So I want to go back to the fashion school. Mm -hmm. Did you go to St. Martin's? So I... Went to the London College of Fashion, okay. which is under the umbrella of the London School of Arts, Okay, it's called, and St. Martin's is under that school. I see. So it's like yeah. a cousin school. Yeah. Like you can go interchangeably. So you start at one for your foundation year and then you move to whichever school you want to go to. Wow. But looking back, I should have gone to interior design school there. It's so
0: funny because I don't think I ever, I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you, but I went to LaSalle College and that's in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm from originally. So when I returned and Concordia was a bust, I, I was in history and English joint specialization. Like, I don't know what was happening there. Yeah. I thought, okay, maybe I'll go to the fashion school, LaSalle College. And so that's what I studied too in Montreal. And then little did I know that they had a program for interior design because it wasn't even on my radar, even though that was my passion, my interest, what I always did without knowing on a subconscious level and Mm -hmm. also observed that as something growing up. And so I think it is funny though, how many people either start in fashion and go into two interiors or vice versa.
1: Yeah. It's so intertwined in the sense of Mm -hmm. if you can visualize outfits on yourself or patterns Mm -hmm. in that, you can do it in your home. Yeah. Color. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's very much a part of it. And today I'm going to A fabric showroom in the city Mm -hmm. to help someone and often I'll go, I wish I could wear this.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I wish I could have these as pants.
0: Yeah. I want to. It's so true. Yeah. It's so interesting. Okay. So how long were you in London and where were you living? What part? So I
1: lived, I was there for four years. Oh, wow. Do a foundation year and then you do your like three year degree. Mm. And I lived in South Kensington, which was very bougie for a 19 year old, but also my parents were like, you have to be safe because you're 19 years old in this huge city. So me and my high school roommate lived together in this flat.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, and when you say high school roommate, because some of you may be scratching your heads as to what does that mean? Usually your high school roommate is your sibling. (laughs) you yeah, went to boarding t- they're
1: not school they're my siblings they're my roommates yeah I went to boarding school in Victoria
0: okay and so they also followed or decided that they wanted to go to London yeah to study. so they
1: went to be for a photographer work in oh. arts and that sort of thing so I was always I always had artsy friends and yeah. that was my deal yeah and I think you my know, brother said I went to Crayola college that's what he <laughs> would make fun of me for which now I'm like that's true
0: It is, but I also think that you've turned it into what you eat, breathe, and live. And I think for a creative person, you can't ever leave that. It's always there. Whatever you do, you always infuse some of that creativity into it. You can't help it.
1: Yeah, I think you and I are very similar where that creativity like calms our mind, where we're just like when we're out there, we're so focused on it. But then when you come into the normal world, it's like pinball being like "Ah, how do I do this all and then yeah
0: I can never stop thinking about it to be honest and that is something that even if I'm I have a very busy mind so at night if I'm really having a hard time falling asleep I will, I will strip back every wall in my house or of a project that I'm working on. And I'm thinking, how could I redo it? Yeah. And I'll start from what is the tile in the entryway or what kind of wood plank am I using? And,
1: and then it puts me to sleep <laughs> eventually. No, I'm totally the same way. Like we're going to redo our bathrooms and I'm like, okay, we're going to do this tile. I'm going to paint and I, like my Kids will be running around and I'll be in the bathroom, like Roman claying a wall. And it's <laughs> Have you hu- started this? I did. My kids were like, what are you doing <laughs> at seven o'clock at night? And I'm just like, give me a minute. I'm, Let mommy Roman clay. I'm Roman yeah, clay <laughs> Roman claying
0: right now. Which is different than what we're seeing with all of the, the why can't I ever think of the Lime wash. Lime it's wash, different. Yeah. Like it's a thicker consistency.
1: Yes. Okay. I
0: believe so. I can't wait to see this. Yeah. Well, very intrigued. Right now it doesn't look pretty. But I imagine it's very laborious to do yeah. this mm-hmm. because of the application being so thick.
1: Yeah. But I really go in, like I zone out. <laughs> so like chaos is happening around me and I'm just like, take care of yourself because mom's <laughs> in the zone. Mom's in her studio. <laughs> Lord in of the, the, the flies, meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when you're
0: in London, though did you ever contemplate staying there how did Um, you leave
1: it was very dark like the not dark it was dark in many (laughs) ways but it was it rains a lot I'm used to Calgary where it's so sunny and beautiful and my family is here so once I was done I was like okay I'm good I did it You never had it. Okay. And then were you exposed in the school there? Were
0: you exposed to what it would be like to actually take on clients there? And I don't really know how to formulate this question, but I know that you, did you listen to the whole Beata Hunan? I think I had 10 minutes left. Okay. When they're talking about even the cost of creating things there and like uh, fabricating things and it being a third of the cost of America, I know that people are working on these palatial estates that are literally like down to nabby and clearly they're Mm -hmm. going to have a very high end price point to work with them. But I'm just wondering if I'm new and I'm going out in the world of London as an interior designer, like how am I starting there? I wonder, and maybe you don't even have insight into that, but I'm so curious because they just seem to have a whole different world of design happening there.
1: Yeah, I would say we would walk through the markets like Portobello or Borough Market and they just had like antiques, like stores where someone would have so many beautiful antiques and they'd be like a hundred pounds or 50 pounds. Whereas here to get an antique, it's crazy. You can't find it. It's impossible. Or you have to go online and then you pay all this shipping and stuff. So I feel like... Collecting that stuff while you're over there was so easy and right. you would just be like walking all you'd see women walking down the street with four chairs in their arm and they were just like I just found these and I'm taking them home because these are iconic yeah so it's so true here everyone's oh this cool chair from Crate and Barrel not knocking Crate and Barrel but yeah, I'm like there's no interest or yeah. every lady down the street has the same one so I love that about London or like The layering of fabric and colors in every restaurant, hotel, like every store just seemed so effortless. Whereas here it's a struggle. And that's why I can't stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And back to my addiction. Yeah. I can't
0: stop because I just have this need to just continue to layer layer. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where I'm going, but... There will be a point where I go, okay, I feel this is done. But for me, a home is always a work in progress. And that doesn't mean not done to someone walking in. It visually doesn't look like finished. But for me, I just feel like, I don't know. I just will always be collecting art. I'll always be, be collecting textiles and it's But is that because you're an interest. interior designer or is that... Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because my client would, clients would not say the same thing. They yeah. would feel as soon as the last bill is paid, they're done. They yeah. feel satisfied. Unless you are someone, I think, who is more creative and who has the interest in collecting too. Mm-hmm.
1: And then they wait 10 years and they call you back and they're yeah. like, let's redo all this. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I've been... Waiting for this
0: phone call. Yeah, because I would never stop. Mm -hmm. I would want to continue to make it feel like... I like to be able to look at something and feel like there's a lot of dimension to it. Like I'm looking through all the levels. I'm looking through all the layers. Mm -hmm. I just... That's just my aesthetic that I really love when I'm zooming into a photo that I see of someone's and I'm going, oh my God, I didn't even notice that at first. That's what I really, that's what draws me in.
1: That's what I love about talking to other interior designers. And I feel like you've really inspired me in that way of, I am not a clutter person in my own home. Like when my kids have a toy out, I'm like, that's going in the garbage when you're done. (laughs) But I love that you're so good at layering stuff and like adding color and it just like flows. And I feel like I'm trying to work that into my own design where I'm like, you can add a little bit more. It doesn't all have to be... Oh, my God. So clean and perfect all the time. That's music to my ears. Yeah. That really is. <laughs> you okay. don't scare me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not afraid anymore. We just watched Home Alone the other night for the oh, first nice. time. And he was like, is he the bad guy? And I said, oh. no, honey, just wait. He has an arc. that yeah. The old man, he has an arc. We have yet to see. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. We read the book. because I Of think Home this, Alone? Yeah, there's like a
0: oh, cartoon. That's probably more You can get them at Crane Barrel. Yeah. So there oh. you go. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There's a plug. I'm not yeah. sponsored by anybody. Hashtag, <laughs> Hashtag anybody sponsoring me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So you decided though, I, there was no desire to stay there and you're right. They London, it's such an incredible city, but mm-hmm. it is funny since moving back to Calgary, even versus Toronto, it is so bright. It is so cheery. And yeah. people talk about the weather being Cold here. I'll take a su- nice, bright, sunny day any day over a gloomy, rainy. It's so true. Like that occasionally.
1: When I lived in Vancouver, and we yes, when I worked for the interior designer, yeah. we would come into these spaces, and it was like Ugh. gray. And you're right. like, it's gray outside. Why are we bringing this into our home? Oh. It was wild. Oh, I see what you're saying. I was misreading that as mm-hmm. it was hard
0: to do a site visit without it with. Being able to actually take in the home on a gray day, but they were yeah. literally painting all of the interior walls gray. Yeah. Let's huh? do a
1: gray countertop with a gray wall and a and the gray flooring. And I The interior designer I worked for, loved, did color and was trying to bring that in and adding cool shapes and stuff. So mm-hmm. it was like fun that people wanted to do that and see it. And I was like, let's do that in Calgary. Okay. Back to school quickly though. Mm-hmm. Would you say it is
0: a must to if you are going to be an interior designer, if you were going into the interior design landscape, mm-hmm. you must have that schooling. What were your pluses and minuses?
1: I actually went to LaSalle because they oh. bought the school I went to. Oh, in Vancouver. Yeah. So I was mm, at the Art Emily Institute. Carr? And then No, I was at the Art Institute oh. of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And then two years in, they were just like, we're LaSalle now. Oh. And I was like, all right. But it, nothing changed in that sense. Oh. Is school a must? If you want to be an interior designer that is doing technical drawings right. and I don't know because I feel like I taught myself a l- lot of that stuff and then once I got out of school I haven't used all of it right. so it's like touch and go sometimes and I have to sit down at my computer and remember all these programs Right? or when I look at people who do their job postings They've evolved from what I learned in school, which was five right. years ago now. So it's, wow. wow, what did I learn? And I can't even use that now. Like the
0: programs that they're demanding that you would do. Yeah. And I think oftentimes when you do get a job like that in a larger firm or a firm that's asking for a certain specification of drawing, you're not even getting to do the creative part of the job, which for yeah. me is... The real interest.
1: I think we live in a world now where you can outsource anything. Yeah. Like you can get someone to do the drawing and you get to mark it up with your ideas. That's very technical. And and if you're a creative person in an interior designing business, like maybe Mm -hmm. that doesn't always go hand in hand. So why not make your life easier and the client doesn't have to pay as much money because you have a guy who does it or a girl in five minutes when you may take two hours.
0: Which I think is the curse of a lot of people that go to design schools, mm-hmm. you're spending s- copious amounts of hours on something you could just outsource to someone and say, this is what I'm thinking. And then you do a couple tweaks, you get there and you can focus mm-hmm. on more of the creative stuff.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think a lot of people who start their own companies become these like, principal designers and yeah. they're not doing technical stuff. They're no. hiring people right out of school yeah. who are just like love sitting at their computer and spending hours on these yeah. drawings and good for them. But yes. my brain after 30 minutes is okay. Yeah. What's the weather outside? <laughs> I did a technical drawing yesterday.
0: There are no dimensions on it. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to, here's the thing. Like I was able to communicate what I needed technically and I will mm-hmm. work with a contractor based on the measurements that we're going to be, that we will require and the materials he's going to source to right. pull it together. So mm-hmm. it is a collaboration. I think it's obviously you essential if you're working on a new build, yeah. you got to know All the corners. You gotta know the electrical plan. Like Mm -hmm. you're not making, you're not guessing. No. Until you get to the actual soft finishes. Then you can take your time on all of that. But when it comes to the engineering plans and all
1: of that, those have to be, they (laughs) can't, there's, you can't just wing that. No. And I do love, understand now that I've learned how to do it. I love that I'm able to look at a floor plan and these technical drawings and understand exactly what it's talking about. So I think that's really helpful. I could whip up a quick sketch up of something if a client can't visually understand it, which I've done a few times and I know lots of people don't like to do it because it takes hours and you render it and I'm like, let's do it quickly so you can understand because I'm not going to draw that out for you and you're going to know what i'm talking about
0: okay so the standard deliverables from you will not include a sketchup or a 3d rendering unless they are asking for such like you are not going to give that you will give an elevation do you always give an elevation even or do you i guess it's not always required
1: yeah only if it's required right or if i'm doing like a built-in or something and the person's like where are where's my cutlery going to go? Right. Like I'm like, this is how I would organize it. This right. is the type of drawers. And that goes to the contractor, yes. not really the client all, that often.
0: Yeah. Like there are so many nuances to this business. And mm-hmm. so I think that people will be really intimidated um, about what it looks like to work with a client. And I was sitting down with someone who's looking to be an interior designer recently. And she was saying, I absolutely can't go out and do this until I have the schooling. Like, right. wh- how can I claim to be a designer without any credentials? And I said, what did you say in Parent Trap? You either have calls or you don't. <laughs> it comes down to, do you have good taste? Do you know, what yeah. is the difference w- between you understanding how to logistically pull this together in your own space mm-hmm. with working with a designer and a contractor and then executing it on someone else's behalf? And I think... The most important thing is to, and you and I have talked about this, have process, just like, that's the one thing I think keeping anyone from doing it as a civilian Mm -hmm. to actually working in this world is you, if you have process, then someone's going to look at you like you have a professional kind of rhythm to what you're doing and You're not just willy nilly throwing textiles at them going, this will be fabulous. So I think it's really important to develop your process and that will also keep you focused on the project, the way that the project's going to go. And it will also make them feel secure and knowing that this date is coming up with the presentation
1: and this Mm -hmm. is when the build is starting or. Yeah. And if you're going to go work for someone, Uh you obviously need to go to school. Uh-huh. If you're not going to work for someone and right. you're, then you just tell them like, that's out of my scope. I can't do that. Didn't take the schooling. And my plan was to always work for someone. And then when I came back from Vancouver and I was three months pregnant, no one wants to hire that lady. Wow. When I'm puking in the bathroom. Oh my God. When I'm supposed to be doing presentations. So I just had to follow my journey. And then I was like, I don't know if I want a boss. <laughs> yeah. But you had learned
0: enough in that environment. So, okay, let's talk about Vancouver. So Mm -hmm. how much time did you spend back in Calgary after London before setting sail to Vancouver?
1: I want to say five years. Mm -hmm. I worked for Chinook Center and we did marketing, like social media. Mm -hmm. And me and my gal pal, and we made these videos and that was really fun. And then it became... They changed their whole marketing plan, and I moved to Vancouver with them. And then three months in, I was like, this is not fun for me right. anymore. Was I w- with Cadillac Fairview? Yeah, I worked for Cadillac Fairview. Okay, And they very much were like, we're one. We're under one CF umbrella now, so yeah. you're not your own specific mall." And I also just worked by myself, so like... People would be like, oh, the social media girl is here today. And I would sit in this office by myself Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is not the dream. So I would spend my hours like walking around the mall, taking photos (laughs) of things. And every morning I'd wake up and be like, I'm a mall person. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't even imagine this life. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time shopping. It would just turn into me shopping and my shopping addiction was thriving. Zara just reopened. Oh, Thank they did a great
0: job because oh, uh, I've been going to Market Mall in the absence of this one. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I My sister, whenever, whenever I'm
1: on the phone with her, she's here like, always at Zara. I'm like... <laughs> Who is I have to be. I have to be. (laughs) What I like about Zara is when you're having a great day, go to Zara and they'll ruin it for you, (laughs) but you'll spend $500. And you'll be like, you feel dirty. You feel ashamed of yourself. It is one of those things that when someone's like,
0: where did you get that? And you're like, Zara. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it has all the answers that I need. Yeah. That's, that's trending. Thing. I need those. I need this. Yeah. Now I want to go there. So I'm going today. Slash I my tires. <laughs>
0: I have to go because I went, (laughs) I didn't know it was reopened yet. And yesterday I had 10 minutes before I had to get the kids and I ran through there (laughs) and I came out with, you would love it actually, a sequined, I'll show it to you after a button up shirt with like fringe sequins. Oh my God. I'm loving, I love it so much. When do you wear this? I will wear it throughout the holidays. Okay. Okay. Yeah. School drop off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Someone calls it the carpool collection that they show up to their school wearing something fabulous. Usually a cape is involved. (laughs) You can just throw your cape on. I don't currently have a cape actually. I probably need one. Do you? I surprisingly don't. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. I need like a poncho. I used to have a few ponchos. Where did they when go? I was like two, I was yeah. a big poncho gal. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Zara, I don't know why that happened,
1: but. Was oh, a mall the person. mall. Yeah, I was a mall <laughs> person. I don't think we had a Zara in that mall. Pacific center. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't really, did you have a relationship
0: with Vancouver, even though you lived in Victoria, were you in Vancouver a lot or did you just move to Vancouver going, okay, this is the big city on the West coast. It's a change from Calgary,
1: but it's close to Calgary. I'd spent like summers in Vancouver Uh because we would go over to the islands and stuff. And I guess a lot of my friends from my boarding school went came home back to Vancouver. Like, I have all these friends, which I didn't when I got there. They were like, no, we've moved on to bigger, beds. We're things. in London. Yeah. <laughs> we're all in London and you <laughs> moved to our hometown. And did you enjoy living in Vancouver? Yeah, it was very fun. I liked it a lot more than London, but it's very, yeah, which I am yeah. sometimes when okay. I want to be. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just... I like, I'm a cancer, so I like my home. You are? Yeah. Blair is. When it, when's your B day? June 29th. okay. He's mm-hmm. the second.
0: Okay. Yeah. Of July? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan's birthday. Oh my God. You know
1: what? They're she's so in a similar. good place again. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing great. I love she's that. She's a mother. Yeah. Cancers are very sensitive, but we also like our very. home. Our bed is our safe place. Your crabs, your shells yeah, are we, your homes. Yeah. So as much as I'm like, I want to be out in the world. I want to be out in the world in my bed. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I am seeing
0: you through a different lens now oh. that there's this added layer. Yeah, that is so interesting. What are you? Aries. Okay, but there's all people have trouble with Aries. Mm-hmm. We can be troubling You're to
1: people. A t- <laughs> troubling group.
0: <laughs> Men and Very women alike. Stubborn. Yeah, like people say we are bullish. We really yeah. are. We all ram our way right in, and that really is my. Like- <laughs> i can't help it i'd be scared of harry's <laughs> two-year-old i don't know any all my children <laughs> the two children and my sister all leos and so that's my other uh-huh. sign that is heavily what is bennett
1: aquarius so we either love each other or right? we hate each other with every <laughs> bone in our body <laughs> yeah i think he's an aquarius yeah and you've known each other forever I've known his, our families have known each other, but we only met each other later in life.
0: How how old were you when you met? 22, 22. Can you imagine being 22 again? It's such a shocking thought. No, it's scary. It wasn't that long ago, but. I know, but still, I personally feel I'm 37. There is something to be said about this age now Mm -hmm. of really like hitting, starting to hit my strides after years though of working towards what Mm -hmm. what is it I'm doing? I'm not sure. I'm letting the universe guide me. I feel like having this level of experience in life, it's for me, I'm enjoying aging
1: Yeah. It's weird to think that like, it took us so long to get here and we did so many things. And then I think back, I'm like, I've lived a whole life. Yeah. And like, I've, being all over the place. But that seems so long ago. Yeah. Like when I dropped my kids off at school, I'm like, you have so much yeah. school left yeah. before things get yeah. chaotic. I know. And yet someone told me their chair was older than me the
0: other day. We're still babies <laughs> yeah. too in li- in the scheme of life. So Vancouver, you
1: enjoyed it. And then did you think that you were going to settle down there? No, it's so expensive. And I didn't want to live like outside of Vancouver. I loved the idea. Like what I love about Calgary is everyone from Toronto and Vancouver, they buy these homes and it costs them, they'll maybe never pay them off. But in Calgary, it's so much more affordable or it was five years ago even. And you get this community, which you don't get in Vancouver and Toronto that that much.
0: No, I feel Toronto is a, how can I say this? I loved living there, but it is a very old kind of societal town. I don't know. That's weird to say. I don't know if that's true. It is though in that it's like a members only kind of situation. I'm having my own problems with a membership right now. (laughs) It's for members only. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) a sore subject. Yeah, actually. Okay. Let me rethink this. I think because I didn't call anywhere home for long periods of time. Like I'm from Montreal originally, but I moved when I was 10. Mm -hmm. Then I moved here. Then I moved away. I think because I didn't have that solid foundation anywhere. I've struggled with the idea of being in a city that's doesn't have that foundation for me. And so this I would call the closest to, because now my parents have been here 25 years. And it's funny, like when you and I first met, there's all of these common threads. Whereas in other places, even though I do have that in Montreal and Toronto, I just don't feel like deeply ingrained there. Like I never felt like it was home. I always felt like a transplant, Mm -hmm. even though I'm from Montreal. When you move, when you're 10 years old, you don't when you return you feel like you've missed out on all of the that whole stage of life where you're all together as teenagers and it's like very influential and I was here for that but I didn't grow up
1: here. Why I think Calgary suits you and I so much too is we are stranger talkers. So (laughs) we talk to just anybody about everything and they respond and we have a great conversation and you walk away and you're like, that wasn't weird at all. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. So it feels like it's, I guess some people would call that friendly, but when we're just like, that's so normal to basically be like, oh, talk to the barista about everything and make a joke and they laugh even though they're probably like get out of here were you called an old soul as a yeah. child yeah which I'm now realizing people are just like a weird kid such an old soul and yeah. I'm like I was a weirdo yeah it's
0: fine as a child I would watch knots landing in Dallas with her and you know I had hot takes on things yeah. and I still do you were like
1: I want to have my friends over for a focus <laughs> I would like to have a fondue party yeah <laughs> Which sounds great, actually. Yeah. I had tea parties and all my friends had to dress up and they were all like, why? I and love I that. Like, I want to be a poodle girl. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted
0: to be a mermaid. I would yeah. put their, my skirts on their feet. <laughs> yeah. And I still, still, I still want that. I still. The pageantry. We were all about pageantry. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah. Like why not? a, a cotillion. Right? I, wa- I loved Gilmore Girls and I still feel robbed of not having a cotillion, which I know is very controversial in some circles now to be presented to society, but I would love that. Your 40th birthday, that's what we'll, <laughs> we'll do. I'll be presented to society. <laughs> and Blair can walk you down in a white gown. Your wedding dress, oh it was my God. white. It was, yeah, with long gloves. I ended up actually wearing a crown at my wedding. I had a mental break and yeah. I was like, I'm that person that ended up in a crown in How many a times tiara. are you going to get married? That's right, that's right. And you know, the veil almost i Strangled me to death going down the aisle. Started your first marriage, you started a crown and work your way down. Yeah. Or I'll be like Celine Dion and I'll have that headdress that's worn by the pharaohs. Yeah. Or Teresa (laughs) (laughs) Gaducci or whatever. Yeah. She was Judice and then Giudice. We find out a decade in. Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. So we're in Vancouver. How do you get this job? So you're working at Cadillac Fairview and you go, wait, I should use my degree
1: and I'm going to start reaching out to people or so I go right into school yeah I called my dad and I was just like I'm almost married at the time but I still call my dad and I'm like I'm not working anymore I'm gonna go back to school and he was like do it because he always was like do whatever you want to do he's so supportive yeah but then I was like okay who's paying for it (laughs) you are girl (laughs) I was like I love the positive attitude (laughs) I went back to school and then in one of my semesters you have to do an internship Mm. So I went and I gathered all my favorite designers in Vancouver and I, can I say her name? Can you, that's up to you. Yeah. I worked for, I went for my interview with Jillian Siegel and at the time, Jillian Siegel Design. And at the time she was working with, she had her own company, but she worked with another designer. They like co-shared an office. Okay. So I started there and we were basically in a closet. Me, three, she had three designers. A gal had four designers, and I can't remember her name. This sounds like The Hills. Yeah, I love it, was. it. Yeah, we were like Tira Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, love exactly. it. Exactly. But so I did that part time, and then she moved to her own office and expanded, and I started to do more and more hours as I went through my degree because I just had more time, and she was also having her first child at the time. So wow. In a lot of ways, it was amazing to watch her be pregnant, have a baby, right. still run a business, have three employees. And I look back and laugh at myself that I was right. so oblivious to what that was like. And she yeah. was probably like, oh my God, I feel like I'm drowning with the newborn here and right. I'm taking care of all these people. And I was just like, I'm in school, like going to Earl's on Friday. How many years ago? Like a 10 years ago? No, or not even five or six years ago, seven years ago, six years ago.
0: That's an amazing experience to have though, as someone who potentially does want to have a family one Mm -hmm. day to observe a working woman like that in that capacity, that's not that much older than you.
1: Exactly. And also we would, she would drive me around and we'd go to clients off and like in that time in the car, Mm -hmm. I would learn so much from her and we'd go to showrooms and the stuff she would teach me were these details that you just didn't learn in school. So when you asked me that question about if I need to go to school, it's like you could, but you could also just try and work for someone and yeah. they will teach you just so much yeah. about even just having a business and running your own business. Do you remember any of the little nuggies that you
0: would impart? Oh. If anything, even about going to a consultation, for instance, I don't know. Anything. Let me think. think. Okay, I'll cut into something while you think about that. So I remember years into schlepping okay so unless you are lucky and this happens that you are working on a space that someone has brought you in to do and you really are instantly exposed to really cool things that you can access you are starting at home Sense.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you are schlepping shit <laughs> you are working in these condo spaces where people are not holding doors for you you're wheeling things on dollies like you a glorified like mover in little cute booties Mm -hmm. and years into it when you do suddenly work your way into having a studio and then people working for you and you are paying a salary and then someone says you should do it this way or maybe you should think about pushing back on the client this way. You're thinking to yourself, you don't have any idea how many hours of muck (laughs) that you have to sift to and terrible clients you have to sift through, or I shouldn't say terrible, but like things that don't align for you aesthetically Mm -hmm. or financially. And finally you get to a place where you do have all those bells and whistles. Like it takes a lot of work to get to that stage where people are calling you principal designer and you have that credibility and all of that
1: yeah but are you ever not doing that stuff no on a different level with Mm -hmm. more expensive shit yeah more expensive (laughs) stuff more expensive clients your doorman yeah and just like suddenly you're Uh in the middle of a christmas party building chairs and (laughs) people are stepping over your unborn child's life
0: (laughs) to decorate a christmas Uh tree that you're like wait what am I? You're right, but I yeah. do want to do that. As I said, I would love to Christmasify someone's home, please. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I what am a luxury. It's an elf, I'll dress as an elf. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're a part of your like,
0: I am above that, but I'm also not. I'm not going to say no to dressing as an
1: elf. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. But yeah, did anything come to mind? In ter- you must have learned, you really must have learned so much
1: though. She taught me a lot about process. Yeah. Just like going into a stone yard and being like, okay, this is, you pick your stone, you go to the factory. Fabricators, person does it and trying to streamline that stuff. Like she would teach me tiny details like mitering the edge of a countertop, which I'm like, in school, that's stuff that I should be learning, like how that works or how, like, it was just weird things that I was like, why don't I know that already? Or when a client, if something goes over budget and how she would talk to the client, she was very eloquent in that way. Whereas I don't know if I would go in there, I'll just paper it. Yeah. Basically, (laughs) I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah. No, that's not, that's on me. That's right. my mistake. Or so that was amazing to watch. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Obviously that's co- builds over time with yeah. confidence, but I was like, you seem to have nailed that. Right. You only can learn by being in that
0: situation. Mm-hmm. And it's been, we used to do a few consultations a month, if not more. And so I was always in people's homes, very comfortable with that. And then I moved here and I thought that would instantly pick up this past Monday. I had my first consultation on site at a client's house. I have a couple of clients right now, but they didn't really require the same kind of consultation. Yeah. This was like a fresh face that I'd never seen before. And I thought, can I still do this? And then I thought I've done this like literally a hundred has to be a hundred times. Go in there And just absorb the situation and speak from the heart. And once I told myself that, once I stepped foot in the home, it just comes naturally. Right, okay. But I had this whole thing kind of building up. Can I still do this? Mm -hmm. It was weird. I think it's a muscle that once you learn it, once you do have that ingrained in you and you have the whole process that you've solidified, it's just going to, you just need to do it over and over
1: Yeah. And have you ever had times where you've done your consult, but your consult was you just giving them a bunch of ideas and then they never call you again? Because I would say that was my first like five. Yeah. And so
0: I would say the way that I do a consultation now is I'm very clear about the consultation. I will be sharing ideas with you, but Mm -hmm. it's more so like a meet and greet. And it's more let's familiarize ourselves with one another and what the scope of the project is. So it's really like honing in on the what is the project going to be and talking, mm-hmm. giving them some rough estimates, even that I can provide them with in advance of a contractor. Although if it is going to be more heavily renovation centric, then I want them to be there. So they're also intaking what the numbers are going to be. So we can present that at the right. same time ish. Cause I can only guess to some level what their fees are going to look like and labor costs or material costs. But anyhow, I think that is something you have to also be incredibly clear about when you're doing a discovery call. And that first chat is that I'm not coming in and giving you like sourcing materials and I'm not coming back with an email with a design concept. Mm -hmm. Unless in advance of that, you've discussed like, I'm going to give you a overall vision as to what you can execute yourself. Like you need to be very clear about like how you're going to, potentially move forward or like people that. will feel, I think, wait, why am I spending this money for nothing? Yeah. What I'm giving someone after a consultation is I'm providing them with, the, this is what I do. Not everyone does this. Everyone does it differently. I give them my fee, my rough estimate on the amount of hours and my base rate fee. And then I give them like a line item break, budget breakdown for yeah. the scope. See you have process. I love it. Yeah. Because I feel like if you don't provide anything, then it's very intangible as it's super abstract. Like how much money am I spending? That's Mm -hmm. really all that people care about. If you're in the door already, I think that's like the big, the biggest first step as to they like your style. They know you're a designer. They feel you can execute it, but they really want to know how much is this going to cost me?
1: Yeah. It's a luxury service and I feel... There's, I'm trying to figure out who wants this service and who can afford the service. Yeah. Everyone wants it. No one can. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I have a big like champagne taste on a beer budget sometimes. And which I love. I'm like, that's a challenge and fun. But sometimes I'm like, oh no, that you, we're not on the same page. I think, okay. If someone really aligns
0: with me aesthetically it's hard for me to say no. Yeah. Because I think, oh, this will be fun. Usually that's like a crazy person.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, this is going to be fun and yeah. stressful and you're yeah. going to cry a few times right.
0: behind your back. Yeah. And then if they have a lot of money, I don't know. There are like many different combinations of things that can be red flags mm-hmm. and many pluses, like best case scenario, they have a healthy budget. They've had experience with renovations before they've seeked you out based on your aesthetic and thinking like you have, they like, they align with your personal taste yeah as a designer and previous projects you've worked on. And then they have no time to be constantly the dream. Yeah. yeah. It is the dream client no and they time. have taste. I don't know if I said that already. Yeah. Yes. Because they like yours. Yes. Yeah. Rhetorical.
1: That's a good point. So when someone says, I don't, it tells you their style yeah and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh no yeah that is not my style no and shouldn't be anybody's what do you do or it should be reserved for a character in a movie or something that's
0: Like I want it to be nautical, but like nautical on a level that's whales are hanging from the ceiling. That could be chic in some way. (laughs) There are certain things that you go, okay, like we're going to be collaborating. We're going to, you need to pull away and let me do my thing. And we're going to meet in the middle here. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Like I am I have clients come in with some wild style preferences mm-hmm. and I'm like, why did you hire me? But then they'll show me their Pinterest boards and all this. And I'm like, oh no, that isn't actually your style. Right. You just they don't know. Yeah. You just watched a Nancy Myers movie and you're like that. I want that life, mm-hmm. but I don't want that in my house.
0: What's your favorite Nancy Myers home?
1: Oh, what's the one? Something's got to give. Oh, Diane Keaton's. Yeah. Home? yeah. hmm. Oh, oh, my God. Is it Meryl? No. What's Meryl Streep? When oh, she's it's like, complicated. It's complicated. Oh, I could watch that movie a million times. OK. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you, though? And
0: I wrote this to her daughter, Annie. We communicate on Instagram. It's, oh, it's a big she... deal. <laughs> you
1: know I actually- Meryl.
0: Annie. Nancy oh. Meyer's daughter. Oh, okay. Sorry. Who basically is the reason that our daughter's named Annie yeah. is because of the father of the bride and sleepless in Seattle. There you go. Every romantic comedy lead of the nineties is always Annie. Mm-hmm. But I said, basically my daughter's named after you, but she's developing this house and it's amazing. And yeah. she has this account. You would love I it. follow it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Amazing. So I write to her often <laughs> and I said, cause her mom was with her one day. And I said, "Can you please tell your mom that we were robbed of the fact that we were never given the kitchen that she was designing in that movie?
1: Oh, right. like we need
0: another movie that is the renovation finished. Mm-hmm. What
1: did that look like? This extension—that's mean. It is. But you are good at coming <laughs> up with ideas. You really put stuff in people's heads. I really
0: need her to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I—I I don't know. And if the main we can character, Allie Laura Baldwin, back." After he's problematic, <laughs> I'm not gonna. We're yeah. not gonna get into that. Yeah. I, this is not the podcast <laughs> for that. Okay, so moving back to Calgary, mm-hmm. so you had your baby, your first baby mm-hmm. in Vancouver.
1: No, I was in Calgary. Oh, you had yeah. returned. I so, were home?
0: Okay, were you pregnant though in BC? Are you, no, not no, even. No, I had
1: moved home and then three months later. The baby. The baby. Wow. Yeah.
0: Did you ever have a moment though where you thought, I want to continue to work for Jillian?
1: Was that up the in conversation the conversation her and I had was if, I, if you have fine clients in Calgary, we yeah. could do a kind of a collaboration okay. sort of thing. That was like. That's really generous,
0: by the way. That's really cool that she would even, you yeah. would think that because she, she's a very notable Canadian and even on the, mm-hmm. I want to say on the world landscape. Yeah, now, for very, sure. Yeah, like her, she has a very specific style and I think when I see it, I know it. Yes. And so I think for her to not be holding her name on a level that you couldn't, somehow was,
1: even yeah always very generous and very just kind we love that yeah which was love and then my like I've recommended people to use her and they, she's done projects with them so wow I feel like we still keep in touch and it's like ever that's who knows what could happen amazing one day. did I'd you work for her again
0: would you <laughs> yeah for sure I love that yeah. did you and how big's her team now That's a good question. Maybe five? Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And did you take, would you say aesthetically you did take a lot from her? Or did you have your own individual at the time? And some of that bled into your own interests
1: as a designer? That's a good question. I would say I went in there thinking I knew what my style was based off the, like what I grew up with. Right. And then working for her, I was like, oh no, like I this, I like this. And this yes. is, and then I feel like moving forward, I've taken like ton, little things mm-hmm. from her style and she's so creative with just the details. I would say, I want to say that's like what she's probably known for is just these little details that she thinks of, right? whether it's like the mirror in a vanity or the way a rug is cut to match cabinetry or just stuff like that. I was like, that's so funky. And I probably didn't think to do that.
0: How? Where the heck did she get her? Where did that come from for her? Do you know about her backstory? No, I don't know anything.
1: Yeah, I wonder if she worked for another designer before. She worked for this one that she we all were in the closet with. Oh, (laughs) sounds different than what you were sharing the studio with. She worked for her for a long time Mm. before she went on her own. Then she went to I want to say Sate. Okay, in Vancouver, could be could be Sate. I don't know what their interior design. Yeah, and then. Yeah. Wow. And it w- do you recall
0: any of the other designers in Vancouver that you followed? Do you still follow any of those ones?
1: Because I'm not that familiar. No, I don't know. Oh, my father's calling. We me. have a phone call. Yeah. Through. Should we pause uh, this? No, it's not. I, there was some other designers like Laura Smelling, I believe her name was. Okay. And she was very much like more Scandinavian, very Vancouver, like clean lines. I don't know. Now I'm like, I'm doing a blank here. Is anybody doing traditional?
0: And I don't, I hate to even call myself traditional. I'm not. I like modern traditional. Like I really, Mm -hmm. first of all, I think the house really dictates what you're going to do. Yeah. So this home had all of these moldings and it had more of a traditional kind of feeling and then I want it though to feel like young people live here so it needs to still have that kind of freshness. You want
1: to know that a (laughs) two-year-old and a four-year-old live here? You know I have...
0: I wanted this house to be super colorful because I felt if I'm going to do this, it's going to be when they're really young. Yeah. And I want them to have color all around them. I want them to be adjusted to seeing lots of funny, weird objects that they're constantly exposed to.
1: I feel like my house growing up was like that. And then as I moved on, my mom would bring something out and I'd be like, oh, I remember this. It's yeah. so fun. And then I would steal it for my own home. Yeah. 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 My mom used
0: to be a lot more traditional and now she went to the modern stage. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because for them, like they've been there, done that. They are mm-hmm. go- they've are they moved into their modern eras.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just sophisticated modern ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah, th- did we talked about Taylor Swift and Travis, right? Yeah, we have. I think so. Yeah, we have. Yeah, he's just a simple man, <laughs> a simple guy, yeah. simple guy. Falling in love.
0: He came out with an article though the other day that they're going to publish, and I don't. I I wonder if she's going to say zip it from now on. Oh, really? Keep those lips sealed, buddy. Her, his her mom probably will. Yeah, cease and desist. Yeah. Okay. Too much. Moving on from Taylor, (laughs) but we have, how can you live in 2023 and not make mention? Yeah. Okay. So you move back to Calgary and then you're armed with this experience. (laughs) Incredible experience. You're, you
1: get babies on the way. Yeah. Like a big pregnant lady. I'm (laughs) going into all these showrooms. I'm trying to establish (laughs) trade accounts and be like, I'm working for myself. And, that was not like a frosty reception, mm. but just, okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And then now I would say it's not like that at all, but I can imagine maybe I looked really young because my face was so plump, <laughs> but I definitely was, oh, this is going to be really hard. That is so interesting. Yeah. Did you have your business registered at that point? Did
0: you go, okay, I got to make some moves right now, registering Catherine Royer
1: design? Yeah. Like you do the social media, you register the website. I had all that, had business cards, which is actually what I did in school. So that was, that was the one thing I feel like I walked out there being like, okay, I'm ready to rock. (laughs) And yeah, just every day I'd get home and just be like, oh everybody hates me. (laughs) Oh my
0: God. And I think there is that kind of like fraud feeling of if you don't have a client, even myself, after being in the design business for a decade and having my own business and having so many clients coming here, not having any, not feeling like, Credible because I'm not actually working on a client project. So there's no reason necessarily for me to be in the showroom. I'm not sourcing for anything beyond just collecting data and collecting samples for my Mm -hmm. own inventory.
1: It's weird. It is weird. And also I'm like 29. I think I was 29 at the time and mm-hmm. I'd had jobs that could have been mini careers. So I was kind of like, I'm a, I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. So when I walked into these places, but I'm still like right out of school, people are like, Oh, you're, I felt like I was still an intern, even though I was like, I'm an old lady. I'm 3rd thir- I'm 29 years old. Respect me. And it could be like a mental thing too. Like maybe they are not thinking that
0: it's hard to say.
1: Oh yeah. I get in my own head. So Uh I'm sure they were probably like this lovely lady walked in and I was like, everybody's mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So that was definitely like that, I guess, imposter syndrome, which is a, it's a real real thing. thing, yeah. Yeah. So that was interesting. Especially, but then I worked on my parents' house, at the time yeah and so that was like Uh. the big kahuna so to go into that as my first project and I did a lot of behind the scenes choices with my mom because I was like pregnant or I had my baby so it was like I was working on it but I had it was a crutch right my mom was able to go in and be like okay these are the choices we made.
0: That's amazing,
1: though, really, mm-hmm. and you did such a beautiful job. Thank you. We hired and fired each other probably twice a week, so it was like <laughs> a roller coaster. But we, near the end, we were both like, we're really good at working together. <laughs> we're best friends. I'm sure everyone around us was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that designer and her
0: client, yeah. something's going on yeah. there. By the
1: end, I was like, you're my assistant,
0: and- <laughs> But people will talk about having a pregnancy brain and making choices during pregnancy that they're like, I don't even remember doing this Mm -hmm. or... Did you feel like the whole, did what was your game
1: plan going into that? Cause it's such a large scale project. Oh, fully flying by the seat of my pants. There were some pieces of furniture that I chose and they came into the space the day of, and I was just like, Oh my good <laughs> right. God. What did like, why is this so large? Like I, an Ottoman, for example, that was supposed to go in one room. A beautiful was, Ottoman. Yeah. And thankfully we repurposed it for another room and I was like, this was a, mistake that worked out. And had it been maybe another
0: client, you would have had a heart attack. I would completely. have had that ottoman in my kitchen. Yeah.
1: Basically <laughs> that would have been our dinner It would table. have been your
0: king size bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what an experience though, that you had some grace where you could mm-hmm. be working with such high end finishings. Were you at the stage working with, because I I don't know what the home looked like previously. I know that you said that the actual layout of it was the same, but architecturally like how did you influence the actual interior visuals like beyond just the, the stone and everything and all of those touches, did you actually weigh in with the architect or the engineer? I think that you should actually reconsider this
1: part. Were you part of that stage? Nothing, Okay. No, that was very, that was like, I was still in school when they were doing that aspect okay. of it, which I have no, that would have been totally out of my wheelhouse, but my mom and I leading up to it had looked at so many inspiration pictures wow. and we knew this is what the, the vibe of the house is going to be. What would you call it? Oh, it was so dark and like the house I grew up in was very like dark cold. Interesting. And just like this, it was supposed to be basically based off a Parisian apartment. Oh. And we just wanted it to be like light and airy and bring the outside inside. But so, it's not Miami. No. It's very warm, which you wouldn't think it would be. Yeah. I would say my goal was to make it feel very homey. So every little space we had, we were like we need to be this needs to be the coziest place ever. Yeah. So I'm a hand talkers is this distracting you. No, I like <laughs> it. I love gesturing. <laughs> I think what's interesting about
0: spaces like that, and I've been in several homes of that kind of scale and magnitude. And I've walked out thinking that's a an interesting space, really cool, but it feels like a boutique hotel. Mm-hmm. And I left your parents' home feeling
1: like, wow, what a great
0: gathering place for a family.
1: Yeah. And I think when we did each area of the home, it was like completely different. Or how do I say this? We There's obviously continuity throughout the home, but mm-hmm. each room was thought of by itself. Right. Each area, like the living room next to the, we call it the grandkid window seat. Like I didn't really connect those until I moved on to the next one. Right which is probably not a lot of people's process where they're like overall, the overall look of the home. No, but I think it also speaks to the
0: fact that you have such a specific lens that you're mm-hmm. looking through as a designer that naturally anything that you're going to choose is just going to work together.
1: Yeah, I like finding like a piece that is really special and then I find that just it works together because I'm like, oh, we didn't just do one overall look like from a catalog in a from a furniture store. And it's doesn't feel like that at all. And a lot of those homes
0: I think are filled by very generic pieces that you're like, oh, this was all just gen or restoration hardware. And I felt like you made a lot of beautiful fabric choices that were really interesting and beautiful textural stuff that mm-hmm. you did throughout. And All of the stone that was selected was really interesting. I think that really played into the warmth of it. Thank you. I think that's
1: my favorite part about being an interior designer is getting to go and like layer all that stuff and make it look good together. But even just like I go into a fabric showroom and I'm like this, like I'm a feral animal pulling a million fabrics that are different textures and I'm like, oh, let's just do it all. Who do
0: you love? What is, was there any kind of common thread, no pun intended, when you, and it landed on some of the, was there like a reoccurring um, vendor or fabric manufacturer throughout?
1: Like, how did you figure that
0: all out? Were you like looking everywhere?
1: I was looking everywhere. And did you use showrooms in the city? Like, yeah, I used Designer's Choice a lot. Okay. DWA, yeah. which was great. They have like lots of brands that Designer's Choice doesn't have. Yes. So I was able to go to both. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. Like Great Plains is so nice. I don't even know Great Plains. Oh. Tell me. Well, I'll, I'll show you some photos. I don't know who
0: made It's a fabric, like it's a manufacturer or it's a place in Calgary. It's a fabric. Oh. Yeah. No, I don't think I know it. Oh, well, I'll send you some oh, links. Great planes. Yeah. I've just discovered, what are they called? Maybe you know. And I wonder if you even used it in your parents'
1: Oh, yeah. Elitis. Maybe. I think maybe. That's a good point. I absolutely loved this when I saw this. Pink. My favorite.
0: Super pink. Really cool. We definitely did. Yeah. Like when I saw this, I, mm-hmm. at first glance, I didn't think of that. And then when I looked through it, I thought, oh, I wonder if she used any of this. Yeah. It's really interesting. I, I felt like it was very you too. It like is. very colorful, like... It is Parisian, but it also has an undertone of Morocco yeah. happening, but like a very tempered down but Morocco. Like amazing textures.
1: I would say Beautiful. we used lots of Clarence House. Oh, when my we started, god. yeah, ama- like for pillows and adding color. The best. It was the best. Yeah. And what I loved about my, my, my mom is she yeah. was she would just be like, "Go for it!" Like, "Wow, I trust you. Wow. You're not gonna. It's not gonna be ugly. Oh my god. Because you're gonna. Oh. Uh-oh. you're tangled you're oh my god really oh my god oh my god you need to develop a line of Ottomans <gasps> that would be the dream this is my husband laughs because every day I call him like I'm on Facebook Marketplace and there's a deal of the century and he's just like please god no where am I what corner of Calgary I'm about to drive to to pick up some like weird thing in someone's garage because I'm deal like deal of the century because <laughs> I'm like I'm just gonna refurbish it it's gonna sell for millions <laughs> and I'm like, this will be our big break. But he's like, stop. Because
0: <laughs> this gonna- is the one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <Should> we- <laughs> You're set for life.
1: No, it's ridiculous. I never I- thought I'd be this person either. Like, I love new shiny things. Uh-huh. And now I'm like on the marketplace. I know. Like, I... Your trash is my treasure.
0: And I think though, the hard part is like making people see the value of it. And I mm-hmm. think because as you were saying in England, it's so accessible and women carrying four chairs down the yeah. street there here, they don't really realize the value of having a piece that's like these chairs, for instance, I've wanted to recover them forever. I haven't mm-hmm. currently it works. It's fine, mm-hmm. but one day I will. But in the meantime, I've always wanted a slipper chair. I saw these chairs. They were like $170 for the pair. And so I grabbed them. That's a deal of the century. It was. But others, I think in this climate here, they want that turnkey everything experience. It's never Mm. the stage before where you have that creative element of getting the deal of the century and then getting to choose a fabric that will make it bespoke. They don't care about that unless it's widely seen and they feel like secure about the fact that they can have it for 15 to 20 years. For me, I'm like, at that point though, I will want to do something different and and they will then buy another piece of furniture anyway. So they might as well have made the original investment. I don't Mm. get it. I don't think people are acclimatized to that here, really, and or I they want don't know where to start. They don't know where to start, and I can understand that being overwhelming too. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you do it?
1: I would say our parents' generation are are open to recycling their furniture and recovering yeah. it, yeah. whereas our generation is. I just want a white sofa yeah. from X Y Z, yeah, and I'll find some fancy pillows from Home yeah. Sense, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you've just spent like as much money as you would. I know. When we can make this like super cool and funky and you'll have it forever. And it's also a yeah. fabric that's going to last for yes. a long time.
0: Yeah. Realistically, they're spending like around $6,000 now, mm-hmm. unless you're going to Ikea. And I have no problem with Ikea. It's not cheap. Like no,
1: it's not like super cheap anymore. No. So it's not. What are we spending our money on? Yeah. And, and if it's you're a mom like me, mustard is just mm-hmm. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant the color
0: mustard. I yeah. was going to say, I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Big into that
1: color, but yeah. not this. Sp- yeah. It like little splatters. all Right. Over the
0: place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I've designed my home for myself, even though I'm saying I want it to be whimsical for the kids. Mm-hmm. I also am designing it to enjoy it myself. And I'm not designing it around the fact that there could be mustard on my beautiful fabric mm-hmm. that I'm spending a lot of money on. Yeah. I don't care. I just want it.
1: Yeah. Just I like, will
0: bear the consequence of what yeah. that means. I yeah. just want, I go into so many homes that are designed so much around the kids and it's like, I'm leaving the Chuck E. Cheese practically and I'm designing it to yeah. be almost, you a blast from whatever. And I'm thinking, why This is a phase they'll get out of.
1: Mm -hmm. I always look, think back to my like childhood home. the like pink leather couch. Uh My mom was like, that's where you guys sit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll all sit in the other room. But I'm like, now that was a cool couch. Yeah. I wonder what happened to that pink couch. Lost in a flood down the river. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? (sighs) Oh my gosh. Other designers. Who are you currently
1: influenced by? Good question. Sarah Sherman Samuel. Okay. I'm very obsessed, like from Michigan. Yeah. Random. Lived Um, in Los Angeles for years. So I wonder if that was part of her whole... Yeah. She's just amazing with being like neutral, but adding these details and pops of color and layering texture, like that was my drug. And then... Oof, there's a KHL custom homes, in, but I think she's an interior designer. She just has a custom home building. I wonder if I follow her. Let's she's see. She's also in Michigan. Like it is lit wow. in Michigan.
0: We're going to Michigan. Well, And I never did that trip when I lived in Toronto for all those years. KHL. Maybe. And I wish I would have because Jean Stoffer, for instance, is so amazing. She... KLM.
1: K.L.H. Custom
0: Homes. K.L.H. Custom. Here, let's see. Kevin and Elizabeth.
1: Yeah. Okay, funky. no, I
0: have not followed them. I am going to have a peek. That is so interesting. It's amazing, mm. like, how you'll hear about... Tylan Stone called me. It's about a shower. I know oh, it's no. about a shower d- door, like that wrought iron shower door. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's amazing. Like how you'll discover these accounts that everybody's following and you're like, how did I never hear of this one? It just shows you like how much there is out there and how much, so much exposure you need to actually get through. Yeah. And I'm like, it's intense. people can't take me anymore, but I'm like,
1: no, people are out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. And then anything like Scandinavian and I'm not talking like white. Yeah. Boring. I'm yeah. like pops of color, like craziness. I love that. And I don't have one specific interior designer that I follow that's like that. Yeah. But I would say I'm just enamored by that all. And then like now I'm on my folk art furniture yes. era. Like I'm all over the place. Really yeah. Whereas I'm just like my style is getting exploding in my brain and I don't know what it is right now. But I'm like, <laughs> you're in your folk art era. I know. I'm like going to be crafting stenciling in my basement. Are you going to start? Yeah. Oh my god. And where did you get the stencils? Michaels? Oh, great. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you chose. Yeah, my daughter was opening cans of paint in the corner and I was picking <laughs> out my stencils and I was like this is going to either look horrible or yeah. it's going to be the greatest thing you're going to see on Facebook Marketplace
0: this is going to be the one that changes your life. It could be. You
1: never know. No one else is doing that here. I know. And And I tell my mom that she's 10 years ago. Yeah. Folk art. Yeah. Furniture was everything. I love it too. I really
0: do. And really no one is doing it. And it is one of those things though, like I was having a conversation with someone saying, You know, we're 10 years behind Toronto here. I'm thinking Toronto, though, is like 20 years behind London. And so it's irrelevant. I think as Canadians, Canadians are just more risk adverse. And Mm -hmm. when they see these things over and over, then it starts to get into the psyche. Like if Canadian designers are doing it, Mm -hmm. then they'll see it and they'll be excited by it. But if no one's doing it they're not necessarily looking across the pond like we are because we are specifically design enthusiasts that like care about these things.
1: I would say when I lived in London is I would see these trends happening and then I'd come back to Calgary and nobody was doing that. So then, and then five years later I'd come back and everyone would start doing it. And I was like, oh no, we're on to the next thing. But I mean, with social media and the internet now you can be like looking at all those girls and following them or guys. And
0: and the tough part is as an early adopter, mm-hmm. when you are, I remember when I was also living in London during the skinny jean resurgence. Mm-hmm. And I remember putting them on and thinking sausages and then <laughs> yeah. going, but I got to do it. And then only yeah. would wear skinny jeans. Came back to Calgary, boot cut city. Now I'm wearing a boot cut. Why not? Yeah. But At the time, no one knew a skinny jean. It was like controversial, weird. And then the problem though, was trying to find a skinny jean here Mm -hmm. that didn't cost five times more than what you pay when it is, you know, the trend. And so it's like producing, again, the ideas that you have and then someone liking it enough to commit to it. So it's like that triangle of like cheap, inexpensive fast yeah how do you achieve that it's really hard it's expensive being cool it's expensive to obey me (laughs) that's my our theme song (laughs) would you go to erica jane yes that would be yeah such a trip i would i would love that Oh, I would
1: love that. Yeah. (laughs) Do you like Sutton? (laughs) She's an acquired taste, but I actually just saw a photo of her when she was younger, and I was like, "You're misunderstood. Beautiful, beautiful, and just like this little Southern belle." And I was like, "You just are in the wrong crowd." I just love her. (laughs) She is an old soul. I love
0: her. I hope she finds love. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So designers, and then. Okay. So the first thing when I saw you appear on my Instagram, of course, Mm -hmm. in this, the climate and world, you click on the link and then I thought, oh my God, her branding is so good. Her website is like, like she's got the crawl on the bottom and the hot pink with the, with some kind of verbiage. Verbiage. (laughs) She has the photo shoots. She has, she's the whole package. What, how important was that to you? How soon did you do that? What
1: was that whole process? It was very important to me because I feel like for the first five years of like having two kids, when people would go to my website, it was chaos because I (laughs) like my husband and I did it. It was JavaScript. Yeah, it was Britain. I like call him while he was at work and I was like, I can't add a photo. So you had one. So I had a website, but it was was those like or templates. something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I was messaging with my friend and I just was like, I can't be a housewife forever. You must help me. And so she they were like, Come in and we just talked about it. And I had my two year old on my lap watching Elmo and they were just like, You're cooler than you think you are and they were really like pumping up my ego. And we had so much fun together that I was like, okay, I need to do this. I need to be serious about starting this brand. But I also want to be playful and funny and happy when you come to my website and it's not serious and scary because I think some interior designers are like posing super hard and that's their look. And that's intimidating to me. 'Cause when you really meet them, you're like, Oh, you're not like that at all. So yeah. I didn't want to come across that way. It doesn't. Yeah. So I don't want to come in and people But it feels like, serious too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel- I want people to be afraid, but happy and <laughs> sad and scared. I <laughs> feel all the emotions. Yeah. We're crying, we're hugging. Like <laughs>
0: it felt like a romantic comedy. Yeah,
1: exactly. A roller coaster.
0: No, it felt elevated. It feels elevated. Yeah. But there's also a fun. Mm-hmm feeling like it's a young person.
1: Yeah, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. What I've learned in the last few months from meeting people is like nothing in this world matters. And which I was like, whoa, you're so right. Just do what you want. <laughs> yeah. Be out there. Right, Be silly or serious or show your style because someone's going to be like, that's cool. I want that. Yes. So that is so true. And these were the gals that helped you do the branding, mm-hmm. they were friends of yours? One of them, I didn't know that. And the other one I've known for years like, since we were in high school and they're otherwise brands.
0: And they do full scale branding, like they'll help someone launch or refine
1: yeah. or whatever. I mean, they did an, like a oil and gas company or whatever, in- their website. Okay. And so then when they came to me and they were just like, they were able to like pivot <laughs> People want to be accessible now.
0: I think that's like the new world that we live in is even brands like that, like the oil businesses. Do you want to feel like we're your friends? (laughs) (laughs) We're your friendly oil oil driller. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We like hot pink.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's very interesting to see like where we're going with that and how essential... I worked, we worked my, with my old business, we worked with a branding specialist to do all of our brand stamps and our, Mm -hmm. our mission statement and like our brands, color story and all of that. And this time I didn't want to sink that amount into it. Like eventually I'll have to consider doing that. I've done it all myself. And so there's been a lot of waking up and going, I like this color. I'm going to change it to this. And I don't know. What exactly I even want to say with this, but it is so important now right out of the gates, like to have it all mm-hmm. look polished,
1: which isn't crazy and intimidating and expensive. And yeah. And then social media and all that stuff is very yeah intimidating. It seems like it's everything. And then I have yeah. days where I was like, it's nothing and it doesn't I know. really matter. And I hate it. And yeah. then I'm like, I love it. Yeah. And you get that like little high when someone likes your picture. And I know. I'm the best the dopamine, the dopamine rush. rush. Yeah. yeah. And there are moments where
0: I was like talking on it regularly and mm-hmm. then I was going, people are sick of me. And then I'm like, nobody
1: knows me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's really crazy. But, and yeah, I don't know. You talk to some people and they're like, it's everything. It's how you're going to get your clients, how you're going to build your brand." And then there's people who are like it doesn't matter. The funny thing I think about generations past, right?
0: Yeah. Nothing really matters. <laughs> That's when she was dressed as like a geisha. Yeah. I think in her frozen era. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like generations past, they didn't even have websites. They had a card and a phone number, yeah. a landline, a voicemail and yeah, that was it. And it was like word of mouth was all that mattered. And sometimes I strive for that because you think, and that's really what I'm trying to achieve in a new city is like not, even though a lot of people know that I'm back and they know that I'm a designer, I don't think they think like that means they should hire me. They're like, Oh, I love what she does. It's so fun. And I don't, I think people like, even though this is a luxury service, they think it's not serious, Mm -hmm. even though if you want to succeed, you will have to be serious about the business part of it. Oh yeah. And so it isn't just fun for me. It's like the, my livelihood. And so yeah. it's hard until you have that word of mouth presence and it's like when you're
1: looking it for a plumber time. and who's your plumber, who's yeah. your electrician. And then you—that that is word of mouth. Yeah. They don't have big, fancy Instagrams and no. that sort of thing. And uh. I'm in my school, the school parking lot, screaming at moms <laughs> <Yeah>. across the <laughs> way being That's like, right. I'm an interior designer. <laughs> and they're just like, what? Where did that come from? Hey, but you never know when
0: they have an important dinner party with yeah. whoever and they look at their chairs and they're tattered and they go... Who is that interior designer again? I don't have time to go out and source six new dining chairs. Yeah,
1: that's the dream. When I drop my husband off downtown and <laughs> I'm waving goodbye, I yell, I'm an interior designer. <laughs> and he yells it back at me. And we're just like, is this real? That's hustle culture, right? No, I, it, we did it today. It was real today, but. <laughs> <laughs> because you were working from your car. Yeah, because I live in my car. I work for my car. But that was our joke that we're like, we will
0: do anything. You need to have a branded vehicle that says like interior yeah. design on the go <laughs> yeah. with the phone number. And then don't you get like a kickback? drive through interior <laughs> design. <laughs> exactly. Just you hop in my, my car off. for a consultation. <laughs> okay. So you would say though, it would, it's highly valuable to put that money
1: if you can into branding. Yeah. Okay. I haven't made it back yet, but we're, yeah. it's an, we'll get there.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. And juggling motherhood and running your own studio. How are you finding that? What's your, what do you do during the weeks with the kids? They go to school.
1: Yeah. They go to school. I drop them off in the morning at nine and then I get home. I do some work. You got to walk the dog. And suddenly I'm picking my daughter up again. She's going down for her nap. I'm doing more work. Last night I'm putting my son to bed and I'm basically like walking out of the bedroom being like, go to sleep. I have to work. It's all you do. (laughs) I'm like... doesn't feel that way
0: at all. Money never sleeps, baby. (laughs) Exactly. Or my two-year-old's
1: meetings, meetings. (laughs) That's so cute. I was like, you guys make it seem like I'm just like working all the time, all day, but it's like the five minutes I
0: get or. Right. And I think that's what's so discouraging for Usually it's women, mm-hmm. not to gender it, but yeah. really it's usually me whose work goes on the back burner whilst important things are happening in other areas of the house where I would also like the same amount of focus. And so I think when you are trying to have a serious career, like your clients are highly valuable to you and they are mm-hmm. paying you and so you want that time to dedicate. And I think that's why some people aren't, They just don't have enough time to actually put into making it a serious career. And it's like here and there whenever I have time,
1: but that's, you need to actually be able to sit down and focus. Yes. It's hard. I think because this is a more female dominated industry, I have brought my baby to showrooms with like fabric showrooms and nothing but like open arms. Yeah. Nice, happy. That's what we've talked. That's almost how I've bonded with some of the yeah. people who work there and I brought my kids to client meetings and they act absolutely insane and we all just <laughs> laugh it off, but it also it makes people like more relaxed around me. And they're just like, Oh, like she's doing her best and we're here to support you. We're going to pay her. Yeah. Less, it's all- but she's doing her best. Yeah. I all honestly sometimes <laughs> feel like I'm like, thanks for being so crazy. Yeah. Now I can, they can be a bit more forgiving of yeah. my sad situation. It is an
0: icebreaker though. It absolutely is. And I yeah. think motherhood is one of those things that, as you're saying with Jillian, when you were like not in that world yet, I don't even know what I used to do with my time, let yeah. alone think about what it was like to look at someone else who was a mother and think I understood yeah, you're, what that was like. You have no idea. No. And I remember there's always that I have a dog. <laughs> Great. I also do. Yeah. And you I know, was that person too. Me though. too. We can't help but be like, my dog's my baby. <laughs> yeah. He has a birth certificate. <laughs> it's his Birthday. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. throwing like, birthday parties for them. Yes,
0: it's really yeah. like incomprehensible to make that leap and then having a second and whatever people's journeys
1: are if they keep going. Right. It's really hard. And don't get me started on the mental load.
0: No. Yeah. So everything. I mean- Yeah. I get like a notification from the school Annie's diapers are running low. I'm thinking, I just motherfucking brought a box of (laughs) what is she doing
1: in there? Yeah.
0: What's going on? Yeah. And then I'm conspiracy theorizing, like, are the other kids
1: wearing those? What are we There's doing premium here? Diapers. Yeah, yeah no, they we're sure sitting here are. And I'm like, I hope someone picked my kid up from school. They did. Because- my mouth just dropped. <laughs> no, I ch- you check their locale, and I'm like, yeah, no, they're with someone. Do you have a tag on them? No, no, oh. but I have a tag on the person picking up oh, the locale of the yeah. Fetcher. The school hasn't called me, so okay. they must just be like she's a keeper.
0: I was like, wow, do they have a find a tracking device? Because no, I, I should I get that. will be that mom. We should we. <laughs> I was thinking we were talking recently though about getting like the little Apple tags. Oh yeah, I have like, one on my dog. I should have them though on the kids. Because why don't we? Yeah, that's a, a controversial.
1: Cuckoo? subject though.
0: Like in the black mirror stage, like exactly. when they're 15, but then I absolutely will need to figure out how At to, that point, it will be able to like in chip them. Yeah. Yeah. They're not doing that yet. No. Surprisingly. We're close though. Oh God. Oh man. So what's next for you? What are you aspiring to? What... I just want to say one more thing. Earlier you were talking about like you felt like you wanted to work for someone. I think a lot of people, they do think I... I'm doing design school strictly for the fact of I want to roll into someone else's office. I don't want mm-hmm. the burden of being a, a boss that has to deal with the overhead and the clients directly necessarily and all of that. And then mm-hmm. you departed from that and you said, I am going to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's really
1: interesting though. Oh, thank you. That you took that leap. Yeah, I will probably... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I shouldn't say never, but I don't know if I'm going to have five employees ever or it'll always just be me. I've seen other interior designers that I admire that are it's just them, like Nam Dag Mitchell seems yeah. to kill it and she's by herself and a lovely human being. So I don't know if it's necessary to build your whole business, but I like the idea of just doing maybe one or two projects at a time and really focusing on that because That's all my little brain can handle some days when I have two small children who also like to terrorize me. And those projects can be really big. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of details Mm -hmm. and a lot of logistics, a lot of coordination to think about. And they're not going to be little forever. So I'm like, let's take it small, like slow and we'll eventually get there. Yeah. But then I do have moments where I'm like, I need to be the biggest, baddest Lady in town. Whoa, and that that lasts like five minutes. <laughs> and then I'm like back to <laughs> bed.
0: <laughs> I l- I love that idea too. There are moments where I'm like, I could do that, and then I think, but do I want to do that? Yeah. I think it's interesting how we can define what's successful in our heads. Mm-hmm. Is that the only way to be successful? Because that's what I used to
1: think. Yeah, that's the Instagram loop. Is you're like looking at everyone else, and right. people probably look at my page, and they're just like, wow so much is going on and you're just like portraying something that isn't always the correct. Usually
0: it's not. And that's the thing when I sit down with friends, not even Mm -hmm. interior designers and I'm like, Oh my God, it looks like you guys had the best time at that orchard. And they're like, it was freezing. (laughs) Everyone was sick. (laughs) Everyone screamed the whole time. But thanks, yeah. But and you're I'm like, glad you oh, thought that, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay.
1: You're like, just show the chaos. Yeah, it's surprising. Love that.
0: I know, but we just don't. Even though no. there's that whole trend of the reality versus yeah. the Instagram, and that's the whole plot. Is it was
1: crazy, but we still looked fabulous. Yeah. A part of me is I just want to see the fabulousness. Yeah. I, I can imagine in my head that it wasn't that fun because right. I have lived it. <laughs> but it's, that's what Instagram's for. Yeah. Show all the beautiful stuff, and I'll yeah yeah we'll talk about it later. Okay,
0: these are these are like the fun random questions that are just yeah. going to pop into my head <laughs> now. Okay, so we talked about Nancy Myers, but mm-hmm. is there any influential movie or anything like that comes to mind when you think of I don't know vignettes or homes or like places that conjure I don't know some kind of
1: design oh. for you? The Barbie movie, uh, you loved, it. <laughs> loved you it, loved it, anything like that. I, mean, I went and saw Trolls last night, and the I in so many colors, saw that, it was so fun. That's so fun. anything that's fun and happy, I like to are you always pulling inspiration? Yes, I spend hours on Pinterest, I love it, yeah, I know Pinterest, some people don't like Pinterest because yeah. it's very much curated news. yeah, yeah, but I do love to I feel like I've created this feed that is just like perfection. the AI yeah. just knows you so well yeah. at this point it's I've got you, <laughs> it's every like I've got you cool European girl or interior design thing. And I'm just like, I won't even look up a recipe because I'm like, don't mess with what I'm looking at every day.
0: Do you follow fashion influencers at all? Yeah, I do. Is there anyone that you're
1: Oh, I love that. Oh, this gal. Let me, I, I don't know her real, oof. You only know her edit moniker it. or whatever that yeah. term is. Oh, I have maybe too many Instagram accounts here. My fins does. As the kids call them. My sister, I, don't I believe, actually. has finstas. Oh, does she really? I don't have one, but. Uh, yes. Of, why isn't this working? I wonder if she's going to listen to this. Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the one I went to. I was saying to her the other day, please move back. I have an instant friend for you. Like, yeah, right away. She's grandfathered in.
1: <laughs> I have all kinds of people that we'll you have just a crew. Oh my oh. gosh, these Scandinavian girls are just like so cool. The Ganni girl, whoever the Ganni oh. girl is, I'll follow her. What were you saying? You were sourcing from that the other day. Did you get it? Did you? Oh, get... oh no, I was oh on no, Facebook so Marketplace sorry. and I saw some Ganni boots, and the girl <sighs> just wouldn't respond to me, which I. It's really very dark, that world of marketplace. Is it available? (laughs) Is it available? That's going to be in my
0: dream, in my nightmares. I've also like ghosted people unknowingly though on, because my, my messenger, I muted the notifications. Oh. So- I don't see when people write me on there because like before Marketplace happened, it was just like, who was talking to you on there? So mm-hmm. whenever I saw a red dot, I had to, I didn't like it. I don't like to see a notification. And then I was ignoring people unknowingly. Sorry. No, I, I, sorry to all <laughs> sorry. my Facebook mess.
1: Yeah. Facebook Marketplace yeah. listeners.
0: Are there any Calgary designers that you're following? Yeah, I follow all of them. Do you? I suppose I am follow I am observing. I'm observing. I'm observing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd like to see I feel we all what I do like to observe about all of us is everyone has such different takes on style <laughs> <laughs> we all are we're
0: all different yeah and nothing matters yeah. that will be the title working title of this nothing matters nothing with matters Breuer. okay
1: so favorite city in the world favorite city i've never been but copenhagen interesting so yeah. you
0: really love the yeah. scandinavians i'm obsessed wow that's but so interesting that could change
1: when you go there when i go you're there. like nope yeah. i was wrong i was wrong that could really change, but right now that's what I'm like. Where are all the places that you've lived? Calgary, London. New York. New York. Oh, welcome to New York. Yeah, I was, what was I did an there? internship at Max Mara there, oh. and we lived up in Harlem, me and my gal pal, and oh my God. it was hilarious. Wow. Where in Harlem? Like how high up in the Lexington in like 97. Okay. So you're like on the cusp. Yeah. Harlem started at a hundred or. Yeah. Yeah. You're like right there by the edge of the park. the Top of the park. It was so fun, but like I was only 19, so I'm not going to clubs or anything like that.
0: You were going to the jazz bars.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The first time Blair and I went to New York
0: together, we stayed at, (laughs) we (laughs) stayed. Oh, my God. At a hostel in Harlem. Oh, wow. Yeah. And a mother and daughter shared the room with us. And we went to Magnolia Bakery and got cupcakes and put them under the bed and mice ate them. And then we're laughing. And then the mother daughter duo were like, shut up. And that made us laugh harder. Cause we were in a bunk bed.
1: It's actually shocking thinking about where we've come from. I it's know alarming. that's what I love when you look back when in your twenties and you're like, how was the person out in the world? Yeah. Like our dirty little, like, I don't know. It was just a wild
0: experience. Yeah. New York is very <sighs> fun, but it's yeah you want to have money when you go there? Yeah. Otherwise, I mean. you can enjoy culturally what's happening, but mm,
1: the the dark underbelly of yeah, staying off. I've the hostel. I I didn't even see the Statue of Liberty when I was there, and I don't think I've ever seen it.
0: I've never been up to it. I've taken the Staten Island ferry, but I've never actually yeah. been. I and it's supposed to be amazing now.
1: They've done like this whole She's revamp facelift. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she got a little glow up. Yeah. New York was fine, but it was like four months in the summer, and oh my god, you get on the train and it's so hot and humid. You get off the train, it's pouring rain, and you're drenched, and oh my god, your shoes are filled with New York rainwater, and you're yes, I'm gonna get the
0: oh god, my sister still is has trauma from she lived there for several years and. We could never enter the home with shoes on and to this day, because mm-hmm. she's, do you know the filth <laughs> of the streets of New York?
1: Yeah. People, love, they must have
0: amazing <laughs> immune systems. And from that point onward, no shoes in the home ever. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't and I have my, my house outfit. shoes too, but yeah, I got to wear a shoe. I like to wear a shoe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Where have you lived? Montreal. Mm-hmm. Toronto. London, Munich, as a nanny for a year and a half. Right. We've talked about this. And then Calgary. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's it. And yeah, I don't know if Calgary's cool because you can leave for five or 10 years and you come back, and not much has changed. or 20. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that. Yeah. And what I love about returning is there will always be a familiarity, but it's all new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a weird kind of security blanket in a way.
1: Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. But no, it's a lovely city to live in. Yeah. And then, okay. Final question. Okay.
0: Double question. Favorite like hotel experience ever and favorite dining experience ever.
1: Ever ever these are tough questions that you should have because I feel told like you'll about. have good
0: an- they're coming out of my head as we speak I didn't even know I would say this oh
1: really okay ever let me think in my mind when I was younger yeah we stayed at Levi Strauss oh hotel in New Zealand oh and that was like as much I was twelve but at that time like I knew I was like this place is chic <laughs> and I like still have visions of it in my head when I think about it. I n- remember the like texture of the bedding. Like, wow. It's, it was wild. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. And I'm, there was no denim anywhere, but it was like cool. Interesting. Did yeah. he, he was American though. Yeah. But he just, I guess had maybe this, I don't know if that's his one hotel. Wow. Or, I didn't even know that he had hotels. Yeah. That was really funky. Oh, now I need to look that up. Yeah. I don't even know where, like, where in New Zealand it was, but I think about that often.
0: We'll have to look it up, listeners. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It was cool. And meal. In, I want to say, in Ambiance. Oh. We went to a very cool restaurant. I couldn't tell you the name of it, but I just know they brought me a dessert that was like cotton candy, but then there was like a cake in the inside. Was it like,
0: oh my God, I never can remember what the name of this is, but it's like with the French made and it's a million bull or mille bull with like that, Maybe? like the
1: sugar that's. Oh, croquembouche. Yes. It wasn't like no. that. This was like a cotton candy cloud. And oh. then you. Went. Was it the four seasons? Don't they do the, they bring out like this, they like, do. it looks like, like a troll. Yeah. They do that in New York. Yeah. And do you know what? why they do that? No. I've heard the story is <gasps> that some sheikh had a birthday party for his daughter and they wanted a, she wanted cotton candy so they had to buy a cotton candy machine <gasps> and they left it there. Wow. So they've just that's been the thing for years and years so that's why they have cotton candy on there. That's their so fun. Yeah. Oh my god. That was that's my little story but yeah I don't know I I like restaurants. Calgary I feel like has really cool restaurants that are a bit underrated but The design is really neat. Favorite? I haven't been to Greta. Is the Greta a good one? No. Is that a bar? Pat and Betty's is super cool inside and like very cozy. Yeah. We had some wild people sitting next to us one night (laughs) and I think I had like hand, foot and mouth and I shouldn't, be there. but it was my anniversary. So I was like, we must celebrate. Yeah. Pat and Betty's (laughs) is very cool. And then... That's major like, Tom, that whole, yeah, what is, is the
0: funny. name of the Concord group? Concord group. Mm-hmm. They really are doing some interesting stuff. Yeah. Barbarella. Yes. Neat I restaurant. Have been, I have been there. That's the one that's on the corner. Yeah. On Stevens Ave. Stephen Ave. Yeah. Stephen. Who's Stevens? Yes. <laughs> His cousin. <laughs> I, yeah, since returning, like I wouldn't say I have there's anything that I'm, there are great, so many great restaurants mm-hmm. in Toronto, but I don't feel like I'm, I don't have enough time to be going. I have to yeah. make curated decisions when I go anyway. So yeah. it's not like we can dine every evening. Yeah. So when we have a culinary experience, it's always great. Yeah. And I even love going to Earl's still. I know. I do. Forever Earls. Forever. I will always if my sisters here we'll have to go to Earls. I love it. It's the best. It really is. People are like, "Where do you meet in Calgary?" I'm like, "Earls." Yeah, and we even have it in Toronto, but it it's not doesn't not, hit no. the same. No. It's like the corporate it's like the saint like set, like the financial crowd.
1: Yeah. And it's and just, just
0: not the same. That crowd just makes everything uncool. Agreed. Catherine Royer, (laughs) you know what cool is. How
1: are people going to find you? My Instagram Mm -hmm. at Catherine Royer design. And then your, and your website. Yeah. Catherine Royer design. That's it. Thank you. What a treat this was. Or roaming the streets of Lakeview.
0: (laughs) I love Lakeview. Can wait, can we talk about Lakeview? I don't even know what part of it you live in yet, but Mm -hmm. there's this one part that if you When you drive in from here and you go, I'll call it the back road that then it's, Almost like you're on the side of a park. And then oh, there's that other v- older area. The village. It's stunning. Oh, yeah. What's happening? Are you in there? Where
1: I'm definitely not it's in there. fabulous, though. I was like, what is yeah. happening it's here? It's kind of this hidden gem in Calgary, I believe, because yeah. I didn't know about it growing up. And now we walk through it all the time. And I'm just like... Charming. Why? And like the bungalow sprawling oh. bungs, which I think is the end game. Yeah. Should be the end game for everybody. I
0: agree. People don't know about how great it is to live in a bungalow and yeah, not think. have anything above you just roof that's right <laughs> is that a nod to the dead person that's living in that attic up there
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <Sealed> yeah. Away. <laughs> Long story short, yeah. you have a dead person. <laughs> potentially. Addict, yeah, potentially. <laughs> Maybe not. We don't Just know. Just keep your ghosts above you. <laughs> Just in general. Design tip? <laughs> yeah, no, I love a sprawling bung. And yeah. that's what Lakeview Village seems to be about. Oh my God, I never use that term,
0: sprawling bung.
1: I know. I love it. I come over to the bung and people are like, what's a bung? I'm like, the bungalow. Are you in a bung? I'm in a bung. I didn't know that. You didn't? No, I'll always live in a bung. We're both bungers? Something in <laughs> the kitchen? I'm not crawling up any stairs. Not to get a it. stair. Not a no. one. No, that's why wow. when I do stairs anywhere else, I'm like gasping for air. <laughs> the cardio's gone down. It's snowing. I did notice that. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I, so we're in the. I need to have you over and we can. Oh, I would love you to. Can experience My bung.
0: I can't wait to experience your bung. Yeah. Everybody, you curl up and listen mm. to this for the holiday season. We're kicking it off. What a treat to have you. So lucky to have met you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Catherine.